Welcome to Socially Just Us, where we bring awareness to the social injustices in today's classroom. I'm Angela Alderete, and this is Episode 8 of our 8-part series. Today I'm going to be talking about a high school teacher from the Fort Worth, Texas Independent School District who tweeted in May of 2018 to the president asking him to, quote, do anything you can to remove illegals from Fort Worth. The teacher in her tweets went on to ask for help in, quote, actively investigating and removing the illegals that are in the public school system. The school where the teacher taught has an 87% Hispanic population, and these comments caused quite an uproar in the district. The teacher was fired in June by the Fort Worth Independent School District. The district stated as evidence that the tweets violated the state's ethical standards for teachers as well as the district's social media policy. They went on to claim that the post caused substantial disruption in operations for the district and undermined her ability as a teacher. This isn't the first time that a teacher has lost their job over commenting on a student's immigration status or over posting personal opinions on social media. For example, a Lancaster Independent School District employee lost their job after telling a student that Trump was working on laws to have him deported. As a side note, the teen who he was speaking to was a U.S. citizen, but this high school employee's comments were made on campus, within the school walls, and during work hours. Two teachers from McKinney Middle School resigned also after posting anti-Islamic and anti-LGBTQ tweets, but again these tweets were sent out during school hours. So what makes this case unique is that these personal opinions were made outside the walls of the school. So are the actions of a teacher outside of school independent of the actions inside the school? After the teacher admitted that the tweets were hers, she asserted her right to free speech, and she stated that she had, quote, concern and love for all of her students. In November, the Texas Commissioner of Education wrote that the teacher should get her job back. The commissioner rejected the Fort Worth Independent School District's argument that the teacher had waived her First Amendment right when signing an employee contract. He went on to further state that the tweets were private and were not sent while on duty or as part of her job. Another independent examiner recommended that the, that the school district reverse the decision because the rationale was, quote, not supported by evidence. This past September, the Fort Worth schools upheld their decision to fire Clark, and the teacher has since appealed. The social justice issue in this case is can the teacher still be an effective teacher to the students in the classroom because her posts were made outside of the classroom? Is it fair that the students have to be taught by a teacher who does not support and acknowledge their cultures and personal experiences? Can a teacher be effective when they display opinions of racism, classism, and homophobia? First, I want to focus on this issue in terms of the impact these tweets had on her students inside the classroom, as well as discuss whether teachers truly have the right to free speech. When a teacher expresses their own beliefs, ideas, and values outside of the classroom, what are the consequences inside the classroom? According to the ACLU of Washington Free Speech Rights of Public School Teachers, published in 2016, if school officials can show that your speech could adversely affect school functions or your effectiveness as a teacher, the First Amendment may not protect you. The issue comes down to... Can a teacher still be effective, although the teacher displays acts of homophobia, racism, and classism outside the walls of the school? Can a teacher still be effective in the classroom when their values and beliefs suggest that they do not care for all their students? What does it even mean to be an effective teacher? 
All children in the U.S. have a right to free education despite immigration status under federal law. Education that is free of racism, discrimination, bigotry, and hate. This teacher stated that she had concern and love for all students. Bettina Love, award-winning author and associate professor of educational theory and practice at the University of Georgia, wrote in her book, We Want to Do More Than Survive, quote, teachers who claim to love all children are often deeply entrenched in racism, transphobia, classism, rigid ideas of gender, and Islamophobia. I would argue that a teacher cannot truly be effective if they are not able to fully support the diversity of the students that a teacher comes in contact with. In fact, it's very dangerous to have a teacher who does not acknowledge and accept the diversity in their classroom. This could lead to complete disengagement of the child and what Bettina Love states as spirit murdering. Love goes on to say, spirit murdering within a school context is a denial of inclusion, protection, safety, nurturance, and acceptance because of fixed yet fluid and moldable structures of racism. Racism and hate have absolutely no place in a school classroom. A program, Teaching Works, which is a program consisting of teachers and teacher educators, researchers and administrators that are committed to the right of every student to have access to skillful teaching, created a list of 16 high-leverage practices, which are the basic fundamentals of teaching. The practices that they cite are critical to helping students learn and are central to supporting students' social and emotional development. Therefore, these 16 high-leverage practices need to be implemented within a classroom in order to have an effective teacher. So high leverage practice number 12 is learning about students' cultural, religious, family, intellectual, and personal experiences as resources for use and instruction. And high leverage practice number 10 is building respectful relationships with students. If these are the basic practices that must be found in the classroom in order to be effective, then teachers who are posting messages on social media sites disrupt their relationship with their students and therefore become ineffective. How can a student learn when they are wondering whether their teacher is going to report their families to the authorities? The basic needs of the students to feel safe are not met when a teacher who posts racist anti-immigration posts on their personal social media account. So, can teachers hide behind the free speech law? Lynn Rombo, a professor at the Texas A&M University of School of Law, says that teachers in particular have to be careful in what they say as certain types of public speech can be, make it very difficult to then go into the classroom and be effective. This teacher posted her tweets outside of the classroom, but by suggesting that she was going to report her students to immigration services, brought the discussion right into the middle of her class. In conclusion, a teacher who cannot support fully their students in the classroom, despite their race, class, gender, sexual orientation, background, should not be teaching. They'll do more harm to the student than good. They will continue to spirit murder those who they have negative views towards through actions inside and or outside the classroom. Oftentimes, these students are in the most need of critical care. Critical care, as described in the article, Community Cultural Wealth Pedagogies, Cultivating Autoethnographic Counter-Narratives and Migration Capital by Rosa Jimenez, states that the, it's the care by a teacher to their students when they truly desire to improve the conditions of their students and their communities. Critical care cannot be implemented by a teacher who does not have value for all of their students. As stated before, anti-immigrant, anti-Islamic views are not uncommon in the teaching profession, and only some end up in the media where they can be found. 
So how can these views be changed? Dr. Love suggests future teachers should be required to take classes such as African Studies, African American Studies, Latinx Studies, Caribbean Studies, Chicana Chicano Studies, Asian and Southeast Asian Studies, and Native American Studies. This would help future teachers achieve and implement high leverage practices and be effective teachers. I also believe that teachers who spirit murder their students due to their racist views have a pathway to become educated and possibly return to the classroom. If a teacher has remorse and is given time to reflect on their values and beliefs and where they come from and decide to be apologetic, they can become activists and move forward with compassion. When a teacher is fired for hate speech, it is well-deserved, but no growth or change occurs without forgiveness. A pathway of forgiveness must be implemented or nothing will change or move forward. Therefore, I think that this teacher does deserve to be fired. However, there, is, there should be a path for her to be able to return to the classroom if she chooses to. But she's going to have to show full remorse as well as deeply reflect, reflect on why she felt so strongly in her tweets. So how will I become a better, stronger social justice teacher due to this issue? Well, first off, I am really shown how powerful my actions and my words can be inside and outside the classroom. I think as a teacher, we tend to be very cautious about what we say inside the classroom, how we talk inside the classroom, and how we act inside the classroom. However, sometimes we leave the walls of the school and we forget that our actions can still impact what goes on in the class. Therefore, I think that by me being aware of the things that I say and the things that I do outside of the class can impact my students just as much as the actions and the words that I use inside of my class will help me be better and will help me to be a stronger teacher. I think as teachers, we are very cautious inside the classroom to not spirit murder our students. However, when we leave our class, we need to be reminded that we can still spirit murder our students through our actions, through our words. So it's important to remain professional. It's important to remain compassionate towards all people. And it's important to remind ourselves that we are constantly teaching despite the fact that we're in a classroom or outside the classroom. I also think that teachers oftentimes want to hide behind the right to free speech. I think the issue of free speech is important to be aware of as a teacher. If we do say and do things outside of the classroom that impacts our effectiveness as a teacher, there are consequences. I think that that's important to note as a teacher, and I think that the consequences are justified. If we do things outside of the classroom, that will impact our students' views of us and our students' trust um, of us. I think that uh, we don't truly have a full right to free speech that we need to be constantly aware of. I think the fact that actions speak louder than words is what we need to constantly remember as a teacher. We can say in our classroom that we love all students, that we care for all students, that we want to see our students succeed, but if our actions don't justify what we say, then we are not being good teachers. I hope that you learned a little something um, by my case study, and I hope you found it interesting. Thank you for listening.
and that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you.